Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What a crazy 24 hours. Never seen it before, and we won't see it again. Two of the greatest coaches of all time decide that they are going to, well, go in a different direction. For Nick Saban going into retirement, Bill Belichick, another NFL team. There'll be a press conference in an hour from now in New England. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft together. Pete Carroll sounds like he wants to, you know what, let's play this. It certainly sounds like Pete Carroll kind of went out the door kicking and screaming in Seattle and still wants to coach. I competed pretty hard to be the coach, just so you know, because I, I just wanted to make sure that I stood up for all of our coaches and the players and the things that we had accomplished, not so that we could be the coach still, but so that we could continue to have a chance to be successful and keep the organization going. That's what I was fighting for. So I, I, in that regard, that was what I was representing in our discussions. And uh, we got, got to a good part, a good clean spot where it made sense, and, and uh, you know, I went along with, the, with their intentions. Okay. But it does sound like he still wants to coach. They said you can be an advisor, but it sounded like Pete still wants to coach. I can't imagine Pete as an advisor. Just feels like he's going to be a coach or he's going to be sitting on the beach somewhere. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. It's not wild card weekend. Oh, no, it's super wild card weekend. And it starts Saturday on NBC and Peacock. It'll be the Browns taking on the Texans super wild card weekend presented by Verizon. Good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, you can watch the game Saturday night in Kansas City, the Chiefs and the Dolphins on Peacock, exclusively streaming. Uh, we did talk a lot about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. We talked a little bit about Mike Vrabel maybe going into New England. We talked about Pete Carroll and who's going to maybe Dan Quinn would be the coach uh, in Seattle. He's been there before. And uh, you'll obviously have the Nick Saban situation, retiring after 17 seasons at Alabama. Eli Gold has been there for every one of those seasons. Uh, longtime Alabama football play-by-play voice, the voice of the Crimson Tide since 1988. Eli, your reaction when you heard that Nick was going to call it a career? Well, I was, I was disappointed. I was surprised. I mean, we all knew eventually that was going to happen sometime, but we didn't know when. But, uh, you know, selfishly, I was disappointed. I've, I've loved working with him. The fans, I'm sure, were disappointed. But at the same time, Dan, I, I am happy for the coach 
and for Miss Terry and for the kids and for the grandchildren. Let's face it, uh, he has earned some time now to kick back with the family. And uh, so for him, I'm very happy. I wonder the role that Transfer Portal, name, image, and likeness played for maybe speeding up this process. I'm sure, I, I can't speak for him, but I'm sure it had some impact. Uh, you know, the, the game has changed. It has changed. And the, uh, and, and the transfer portal has usually worked in you Alabama's favor. You know, it's, it's worked in Alabama's favor. Uh, I, I, I don't know how much this whole thing impacted him, but certainly with the game changing as it has and, you know, teams bidding a million dollars, 300,000, 500,000, that's not the college game that Nick Saban knew and loved growing up. The importance of Saban to the SEC is what? And to, all, and to all of college football, Dan. I mean, teams and coaches have changed their approach. I mean, the SEC was a CBS and Nick Saban joint effort, if you will. Uh, that's point number one. Uh, but, yeah, he has revolutionized the game. He, he has taught everybody how to coach and how to do different things. Excuse me. He is just, he is an outstanding coach, an outstanding person. He truly has a good sense of humor, although a lot of the fans don't get to see that in that 40-second soundbite from behind the podium. But he is a genuinely nice guy and wants what is best for his players and what's best for the game. And, you know, I, I wish there was a position of commissioner of college football because he'd be magnificent to fill that position. But obviously such a position does not exist. But, uh, but you know, the man's great. He has meant so much to college ball and to the SEC and, of course, to building the Alabama brand to where it is today. What's next for Nick Saban? I honestly don't know. He's he's going to do something, I'm sure. I can't imagine him just disappearing, uh, you know, whether he becomes a broadcaster, whether he works for the SEC. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, he has too much to offer for him to just uh, drift off to his new home in Florida and disappear. That's not going to happen. I can't imagine. Your favorite play that you called during Nick Saban's tenure was what? It would have to be the Tua-Tungo-Valoa completion to Devontae Smith to win the national title against Georgia because A, was a spectacular play. B, it came right after that devastating sack. And it was because Nick Saban was Nick Saban. How many coaches would have had the guts, shall I say, to have changed quarterbacks at halftime and prod in somebody with virtually no experience. That's one thing about, that's what made Nick Saban one of the greats. He wasn't afraid to change. He wasn't afraid to learn from others. He wasn't going to force feed his offense to a group of players that couldn't execute that offense. He was not afraid of change, but that play and in the aftermath of bringing Tua in at halftime 
that was one of many. I mean, there's there's so many. But if you hold my feet to the fire for one, that would be it. Oh, it's great to have you on. And uh, glad you're feeling better. Uh, you're not Thank retiring, you, right? No, no. <laughs> uh, not at all. Unless you know something. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. no. no, no. I, I didn't no. think you and Saban were a package deal. No, we're not. We're 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 separate. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling well after my cancer deal last year, and uh, it was kind of kind of you to have me on last year to check on me, and uh, and I appreciate it. And uh, you know, it's uh, I'm looking forward to another season. Thank you, Eli. Thank you, Dan. Good to see you. That's Eli Gold, longtime Alabama football host, uh, radio play-by-play, the voice of the Crimson Time. Couple of uh, phone calls in here. And uh, I'm going to bring back um, an interview I did with Nick Saban. This is a year and a half ago. You know what? Can we do it now? So this is this is a year and a half ago, I think. So August of 2022, when I sit down with uh, Nick Saban, here is the question and the answer. When's the last time you thought about retiring? Uh, I I don't really think about retiring. I always think about what the heck am I going to do if I do retire? And uh, that, that's, a scary, that's a scary thought. Um, I don't think about so, it either, Coach, when people say, how much longer are you going to do this? And I go, I, I don't know. I, 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 I like doing what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to do if, when I stop doing it. That's exactly how I feel. And um, I, I don't know if that's hard for people to understand. There's nothing that I want to do like some people want to go to Europe or go to Scotland and play golf and all that. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't mind doing all that stuff, but I don't have to quit my job to do it. <laughs> I, I worry about, you know, what am I going to do if I don't do this? And, and when I say, what am I going to do? I don't mean play golf or whatever. I mean, how are you going to get any kind of positive self gratification the feeling of accomplishment when you've done something for so long that you like so much and then all of a sudden it's not there. So that's, it's a good question. I don't really have the answer to that one. Who retires first, you or Bill Belichick? Uh, that's a hypothetical question that I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer. Um, I don't know what his feelings are, so I really can't speak for him. But you know how I'm I'm kind of committed to the grind. <laughs> but could I see you coach a high school team like uh, defensive a defensive coach for a high school team. Like, could you find satisfaction, gratification doing something like that? Uh, good question. You know, I like coaching players. Uh, when, we, when we have high school camps here or we have young players, I enjoy coaching those players as much as I enjoy coaching our players. Of course, you only have them for a day or two, but um, – it's still the whole thought of helping somebody get better that uh, I think is, you know, coaching is teaching, teaching the ability to inspire learning. So if you're doing that, I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot of positive self-gratification in that as well. It started out with a little bit of a joke, having some fun, and then it got a little more serious because I think that's what you think. Um, Nick is a few years older than me. But you also think about what do you do when you retire? Because there's no handbook that goes along with it. I've done this every single day. Uh, at, at certain points at ESPN, I had six days a week that I was working. 
But it's five days. I love the grind. Monday through Friday, I love going into work. And I can't imagine not working and having a day like today where you have all of these resources, all of these great guests that Fritzy lined up, all of these talking points. And I'll miss that. But Nick, I can see maybe doing some media. I don't know if he joins College Game Day. Maybe. But do you want to do that full-time? Because it is a full-time job when you're on the road with them. Uh, and I don't know if, if that is something that would get his creative, competitive juices going. Because I, I don't want to go to a country club, play golf, have a couple of beers, and then do that the next day. And then the next day. Because it sounds like, well, that'd be great. And then you, it's like when you go to the beach, where you're like, man, I'd never get tired of this. Until you get tired of this. And then you go, I need something here. So I can't imagine what that feeling must be like. But he did come to the realization, as I did, when I said, look, this is my last contract. And I know when I'm going to retire. And then now I have four years to prepare for that. Nick might have been preparing for the last couple of months, maybe a year or so. But until you get to that point, now you're retired, he doesn't go into work. And I asked a source yesterday, could you see Nick maybe in a role that Mike Krzyzewski has had with John Shire at Duke, sort of helping the transition by being in there just to help? Because sometimes you don't want that guy that you replaced being in there. But then other times... Man, what a wealth of knowledge that you could tap into that. And I wonder if Nick would be there for that transitional period, if the new coach would want him there. Or is it going to be, you know, hey, we're done. I've done everything I can do. I'm turning it over. We're changing the locks. Here's the new coach, and uh, good luck. Yeah, Marvin. Do you think that would only work if it was somebody from inside of the family? Like somebody that was a D coordinator and they got promoted yes. to head coach yes. instead of maybe like Dan Lanning. Where it's, well, Lanning used to be there. So, it, I mean, maybe it's a little bit different if you promote from within, but I don't think Alabama is going to promote from within. It feels like all the candidates, I didn't hear anybody who was from within yesterday. And once again, I talked to a source who said we were all surprised. There was no heads up here that Nick was interviewing candidates to be the receiver's coach. Why would you think, oh, he's going to be doing interviews. Oh, yeah, he's going to retire later on today. And I think that that was the, the surprise. But then there's part of him that probably, that's part of my job until I announce that it's not my job, that he wanted to help the program. But uh, we'll, uh, we've reached out to Coach Saban, and, uh, you know, if we get it, Opportunity to have him on, that would be great. And same with Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel. Fritzy reaches out to uh, to everybody there. Uh, Sam in St. Louis. Good morning, Sam. What's on your mind? Um, hi, 5'11", uh, 200. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, moved to Los Angeles and uh, looking for some food recommendations. But also, I'm, I'm curious what uh, Jimmy Jimerson's take on all of the uh, coaching changes are. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Sam. Uh, we would always say food trucks in Los Angeles. That'd be the place that uh, we would go. Uh, let's go to Jimmy Jimerson, get his thoughts on uh, the coaching carousel. Jimmy, your thoughts on this? Well, this is a 48 hours unlike anything we've ever seen before. I mean, you've got massive coaching names 
all looking for a job right now, potentially retiring. We've got Nick Saban, obviously one of the greatest college football coaches of all time at Alabama. We've got Bill Belichick, the creator of the Patriots dynasty, mm. several Super Bowls, did it no, not without Tom Brady, but certainly created Tom Brady. Uh, we've got Pete Carroll, who uh, has won a, a Super Bowl, has won a national championship in college, still very hungry, still wants to coach. Right now, those guys are trying to figure out what they're doing, and teams are looking at them. Thank you. That's Jimmy Jim. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> Hall of Famers here. Teams are looking at them. Uh, you can always tell when they send it out to somebody and they really don't have anything to add. It's a hell of a paycheck to get, though. Oh, it is. I would imagine. We are, we are talking about Bill Belichick here. Yes, we are. Do you have anything you can add? I mean, right now, <laughs> there are several teams currently looking for head coaches. Yes. Those would be at the top of the list. Manny in California. Hi, Manny. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. First time, long time. Uh, just wanted to see what your thoughts were on uh, uh, would you rather. Would you rather have uh, Pete Carroll's coaching career or Nick Saban's coaching career? Thanks. All right. Well, I would take Nick Saban because Nick Saban's the greatest at his you know, in, in his sport, in college football, he's the greatest. Pete has a national title, a couple of national titles, and he's got a Super Bowl. Done it at both levels? Not many not many people have that. Okay, all right. Todd, <laughs> Nick Saban's career or Pete Carroll? I'm going to go Nick Saban. All right. I hear both names. That seems like has a lot more weight in general. Seton O'Connor. Uh, I'm going to go Nick Saban, too. Okay. Um, but because of one reason... Uh, the Affleck commercials? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Pete Carroll is known for one play. Ooh, man. So no offense. Okay. Just saying. If Pete Carroll had two Super Bowls, oh no question, Pete Carroll all day. Okay, all day. Marvin, what about you? Actually, Seton, to correct you, he's known for two plays. Not putting Reggie Bush in the game on fourth down against Texas, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, I'm gonna uh, go Saban. Okay, Paulie. Pete Carroll's in the Hall of Very Good for pro and college. Nick Saban, GOAT status. I got to go Saban. Well, Pete's in the Hall of Fame for college football. Right. The and, Hall of Very Good in the NFL. Right. Nick Saban is not in the Hall of Anything in the NFL, but he is in the Hall of Fame. He is emeritus yeah. with college football. Yes, Tunt. I think that second Super Bowl would swing me over to Pete Carroll. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Two Super Bowls is... A hell of an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. And two national titles. You'd be uh, like Jimmy Johnson. That's pretty good. Type category. All right, let me take a break. More phone calls coming up. We're back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. 
Honestly, because this guy oh, is over-promising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called over-promise. You should be good at it because you've been over-promising women for years. Well, it's a Covino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Covino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I just checked the latest odds from DraftKings. Where Bill Belichick will coach week one next season. The odds have changed. The odds have changed this morning. The team that is the favorite right now in week one, your Atlanta Falcons. They have uh, moved ahead of the L.A. Chargers. I don't know what happened in the last, like, three hours, but uh, probably the media coverage talking about this with the Falcons as a real possibility. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network insider, said he could see that happening. I think that's a very logical destination for Bill Belichick. 
Does 28 to 3 come up at all if Bill is the Falcons head coach? Is that brought up at all in like a joking manner? Do you do you start the press conference at uh, 28 till 3? Bill, let's talk compensation. How's 28.3 a year sound? <laughs> Can you see Belichick in a dome though? It'd be just weird. I don't know. But he's going to coach someplace. But uh, Chargers are the second favorite there. Uh, Then it's the Commanders. And then not the head coach of an NFL team. I I have to believe that Bill is not going to take a year off. And that he wants to go to a situation where he can't, like Brady did. You know, Brady wasn't going to a team that was sort of a startup. You know, that they were a young team. He went to a team that was ready to win and ended up winning that Super Bowl. That's what Bill wants. But if you're Bill, there's no reason to, you know, play your hand at all or even let people know what you're – and nobody does that. He's not going to do that. But you'd be waiting for the Cowboys or the Buffalo Bills. If something – or the Eagles. If any of those three teams would bow out in their first playoff game – I have to believe Bill is at least in play. How many teams would pass up the opportunity to have Bill Belichick be their head coach? Not many. I mean, obviously, Andy Reid. Uh, I mean, you could look at the, the Rams situation. Uh, I mean, there's a variety of, of situations. I don't want to be you know having people lose their jobs or the speculation there, but all of these franchises would at least be curious about it, I would think. The winningest coach of all time? Now, would I hire him? No, I wouldn't. Um, Because as great as he's been as a coach, he was not good at all as a GM or as really spotty as a GM. Is he going to come in and just be a coach? Could he come into the commanders where they've already hired, you know, the former Golden State Warriors owner or GM? I get, wait, what am I getting into? Do I, Carolina, where I got that owner who was always going to be in my business? Dallas, you got Jerry Jones always there? Like certain situations, I can't see Bill in. Yes, Todd. From a fan base standpoint, if they're the two favorites right now, anyway, does hiring Bill Belichick make a significant difference in the excitement of the Charger and Falcon fan, which has been known not to be um, a huge fan base if you've taken all the NFL team? Well, of course. What have you had to be excited about with any of your coaching hires? Nobody was excited about Brandon Staley or Arthur Smith. You get Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick is our coach. I don't care how old he is. If you're the Falcons, you're like, hell yes. Chargers? Absolutely. But there's certain situations where Bill needs to go in and win right away, maybe in a span of three years. How many situations can you go? The Commanders won't be in that situation. Carolina won't be in that situation. I thought Atlanta was going to be a playoff team this year. I thought with those skilled positions, uh, but Desmond Ritter was not a starting quarterback there. Uh, The Chargers should have been a playoff team. And I think that's what you want. You want to go into that situation where you go, that team can win. Uh, You just don't realize it. It's, It's like when Brady went to Tampa. And you go, okay. All right. Well, okay. That coach is fun, and they got some young defensive players. Got a decent, you know, got some good receivers here. Bruce Arians, the opposite of Bill Belichick. Okay. Going to the NFC. Okay. 
Yeah, so you you just start you know kind of going through the checklist in your mind of okay, I see how this can possibly play out. Yeah, more. If you're the Falcons or the Chargers, do you want instant relevance right away first? Because if you're the Falcons, you get Bill Belichick. You're getting at least two primetime games just based off the fact that Belichick is your coach. Yeah, yeah, I want that. But I but I I want him if he's going to be the face of my franchise. We're still good. He was the face of the Patriots the last four years, and they weren't good. That's that's not why I'm going to go to a game. I'll go to a game because Bill is coaching my team, and we have a better chance of being better than we were the previous year. Or we have an advantage. Or we have a coaching advantage going into every game in the NFL, which we never have had. I, I think that that would add a little cachet, a little more cachet. If you're a Falcons fan, hell yes. Chargers as well. But I do, I think the Pete Carroll or the Chargers thing, whether it, it could happen or not, or it's true, that'd be fun. Like Pete back in L.A. <laughs> but what's the downside here? You haven't won anything. Get Pete Carroll there. All right, that's an upgrade. Uh, let's see. Baker and Bozeman. Hi, Bake. Welcome back. What an amazing week, Danny. This is crazy. Um, and I've had, a, I've had a concept about Jim Harbaugh all week, and no one's talking about it, which probably means my concept is stupid. But I'm going to run this past you because my favorite moment in Monday night's championship game between Washington and Michigan is when John, his brother, surprised him there on the sidelines and they give a big hug. You have kind of illustrated to all of us how tight-knit this family is with Father Jack and everything. You know, if, if John took the job in Washington, it's a half-hour drive to Baltimore. They could... They could be the same neighborhood brothers. I, so I think Washington has another thing in their favor, potentially, in landing Jim Harbaugh. All right. Well, I thought of that, but Tom Pelissero from NFL Network said, you know, that that's still more of a startup there. New owner, you, you're going to get a quarterback, but they're, they're a little ways away, and you're playing in that division. You know, so you got the Cowboys, you got the Eagles, Giants will be better, at least they should be, and then you have Washington. I thought it would be because of you know the proximity with Annapolis where he grew up, and uh, I didn't even factor in his you know brother John, but yeah, he's going to have a few. The Raiders is the one that is is a little bit intriguing and 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 puzzling at the same time because Mark Davis and Jim Harbaugh probably you don't see them in the same picture, but they did they were interested in him before. And Jim in Vegas. Like, Jim doesn't scream out Vegas when you see him. <laughs> like, he, he's, anti, he's the guy who had to go to Vegas and didn't want to go. You know, never takes off his long sleeves, or his khakis. You know, he just, he's, he's going to be there. Doesn't want to be there for the bachelor party, but I'm here and uh, can't wait to get home. Yeah, Paul. One thing I love is the nuance around coaches being let go. If you, you know, Belichick is being let go. I mean, I know there's an agreement, but. His son, Steve Belichick, is the linebackers coach for the Patriots. Does he get let go too? Is that assumed? Like, did he do? Is do they get rid of the whole coaching staff? Does he have the opportunity to stay? Do you automatically, obviously, go with your dad? But I would just love the the etiquette behind that when there's a, a family member on the roster. He ain't staying on the roster. <laughs> he ain't not staying on the roster unless they go. Oh my God, we can't afford to lose Steve Belichick. Yeah, I'm gonna guess they can afford to lose Steve Belichick. Uh, let's see. Alan in California. Hi, Alan. What's on your mind? Good morning. And I want to talk about Nick Saban. Uh, you know, he's done with college. But if I was an NFL owner, 
and I needed a coach, I call him and say, hey, what about it? Because we don't know if he's interested or not. But, boy, he'd be, he'd be great for the NFL. And he uh, coached against or coached with a lot of the players in the NFL. So he knows those players. Yeah, I, I just don't know. don't know if he has the energy to want to do it. Uh, it certainly sounded like that. You know, and it's not where you – it used to be where coaches would take like a year off. They'd have a gap year where they'd do TV, and then they'd be refreshed and go back in. I mean, these guys are 72 years of age. So I don't – I just don't see that happening. Pete Carroll, I see that. I just don't see Nick going, I'm not going to coach Alabama. I'm going to go into the NFL. I mean, if he was going to coach, you would stay at Alabama, even though you have all of these things that led to his retirement, transfer portal and name, image, and likeness. Terry in Memphis. Good morning, Terry. What's on your mind today? Gary, what's up, Dan? How you doing? First time, long time. Yep. Same birthday, 10 years younger. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is all your fault, Dan. Why? Who announced their retirement six months ago? That would be me. And you know you are a leader of all men, and so they just take your lead. Mm, so okay. it's your fault. So if you come out, if you retract your retirement, maybe all, all the world will be together again. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. So if I uh, say that I'm not going to retire in four years? I mean, Saban could have come out and said, look, I'm going to retire in four years. If he was going to take you know, use my model of retirement, which is not the way to go about it. Because I, I forgot to mention that I'd signed a new contract for four more years. I just announced my retirement, and then I said, in four years. <laughs> Didn't do it the right dot, way. Dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. I am stepping down. <laughs> As of December 24, 2027. Once the new contract that just signed runs out. Andrew in California. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. How you doing today? Good, bud. Good. Uh, five ten. A Ozempic simp slim down two seventy five. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm down from a uh, three ninety actually. How is that Ozempic? Anyway. Uh, uh, it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's it kind of messes with. Oh, during the disclaimer. <laughs> he cuts out during the disclaimer. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it does. I lost all the weight, but it caused me to... Dizzy spells, yellowing in the eyes. My favorite part about medicine now is that in the side effects is always the very thing you're suffering from that you're trying to get rid of. If you have, like, you know, explosive diarrhea, it'll be like, you know, uh, side effects include headaches, nausea, um, loss of whatever, this and that, explosive diarrhea, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what? That's what I'm trying to get rid of. How am I supposed to know if it's just a side effect of the medicine or if the medicine's not working at all? So I got more of it now. Abdominal cramping. I do like that Ozempic song. Oh, 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 Ozempic. Oh, yeah, that's a good band. Yeah. That's not their best work. But. No. Yeah, but people make a lot of money on those jingles. Uh, nothing is everything. <laughs> Sky Rizzy. Sky Rizzy. It's a good band. Sky Rizzy. I don't know what any of these things do, but, well, but you know, I watch and they seem like they're having a really good life. They're all like, for psoriasis, I think. <laughs> they're all driving like 65 Mustangs and the yeah. guy's getting into an airplane. Moderate to severe, to severe plaque psoriasis. Yeah. 
when they got into the bathtubs, when the husband and the Alice, and all of a sudden their bathroom turns into a forest for some reason. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, or there's an ocean view, yeah. and I'm like, because we were just painting and our hands touched. Yeah, hey my, <laughs> I know. Hey, hey when the moment is right. Yes, Tom. Some get angry about their disease and these are Back off, you see. I don't have time for you, Crohn's disease. Anyway, I like, how they, I like how they invent the words, like Sky Rizzy. It sounds like a word. The and word they, Sky is a word. And they end up with the sky at the very end of the commercial. Yeah, it's uplifting. Where somebody jumps into the water and then they go up into the sky. Yes. By far, the best commercial for me is... The band that's playing and they're waiting for the lead singer and no one can oh, find yeah. her. Uh, see, that, that's the Humera and band. She's got, uh, yeah, she's got like ulcerative colitis or yeah. something, or I don't know she's, exactly what it is. So she's like, ah, oh, great, Sally's yeah. taking a dump again. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Just keep vamping. I've been there. Come on, Michelle, it's your 11th time. Now on stage, the Humera band. Just give us a second. Give us a second. Oh, great. <laughs> Where's Sally? We yeah. were playing this same instrumental for five years. Where do you think she is? <laughs> She's sitting this one out. <laughs> yes, Todd. I like the woman with the bright yellow dress doing like a Broadway show out oh, in the middle yeah. of the street. She has a touch of diabetes and has a big story to tell about the pill. I like how it's a touch of diabetes. Moderate to severe. Yeah, like you got a touch of diabetes. A little pill with a big story to tell. <laughs> Sunlanta. Yeah. You have a touch of diabetes. Yeah, you've got diabetes. Just a touch. Yeah. All right. Let me take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Right after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, sign up for the newsletter tonight at 6 Eastern when you get it in your inbox, all the information. If you would like to join us at the Super Bowl, you will be part of the audience. We're having a studio audience every day in Las Vegas. All the details will be there at 6 Eastern in the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter if you haven't done so. Our good buddy Ross Tucker will join us on the program tomorrow. Fritzy did a wonderful job with the guest list today, reacting to uh, Bill Belichick being let go by the Patriots, obviously with Nick Saban, Pete Carroll's situation, Mike Vrabel. And uh, we kind of uh, turned away from any other sports news. It, this was it. This is once in a generation that something like this happens. It'll never happen again in our lifetime where you have coaches of this magnitude in 24 hours. So two of the top five to seven coaches of all time, uh, one retiring and one being fired. And then you throw in Pete Carroll, oh, by the way. You know, I, I go back to when I told you guys on the show that I had talked to somebody in Seattle the previous week, and they said, hey, keep an eye on Pete Carroll. And I'm thinking, what's Pete doing? It wasn't national news. It wasn't even speculation, you know, not even a rumor. And I, I brought it up on the show, and I said, hey, you know, I was told keep an eye out for Pete Carroll, that maybe, maybe he steps down. He comes out, and he's asked about it on Monday or Tuesday. He said, no, 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 I'm planning on coaching. And then all of a sudden, Pete Carroll out in Seattle. I went, wow. Been around, been around sports for over four decades. And when you say never, I mean, you, you never say never because there's always the possibility where you go, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, Paul. I was looking back at old, old poll questions for the show, and we had a poll question years ago. Who comes on this show before you retire? And the names were Michael Jordan, Bill Belichick, and uh, Commissioner Goodell. Mm. I'm going to say neither. Do we have a better chance of Belichick if he's retired? Or same chance? Mm, no, I'd say a better chance. Yeah. But he's, he's not going to retire. I, well, okay. Is he retired before I retire? Is Bill going to be coaching for four more years? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say he coaches for three years, wherever he goes. Roger Goodell, even if he wants to come on the show, I don't want him on the show now. Reverse psychology? Yeah, no, I don't. No, you're not going to say anything. You're rescinding the invite. I am. Oh. Well, I don't know if there was an invitation. So, Todd, you don't, don't, don't have to reach out to the commissioner, the, the NFL. To tell them that I'm I'm taking back my invitation for the commissioner to join us on the program. He said he could do it Monday, December twenty seventh, twenty twenty seven. Yes, that yeah. When Ross Tucker fills in for me, that's when he'll join us. Is it just a coincidence that the NFL commissioner has been on this show twice, and I was not hosting those two days? 
It's very bizarre. <laughs> Mike Florio, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Rose Tucker, okay, what time do you need me? Come on, what is that about? It's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Nick in Texas joining us. Hi, Nick. Hey, uh, hi, Dan. Hey. Uh, but third, third time calling, but uh, I've got this idea, a package deal for the Atlanta Falcons. You sign uh, well, Belichick, Tom Brady, <laughs> draft a substitute, uh, well, his replacement quarterback for about three years. You you play because uh, uh, Belichick wants the wins, but you've got Brady and you've got Belichick and the future quarterback of the Falcons. Um, okay, sure. Bring it on. That's content for me. I'm fine with it. Don't think that Tom would be interested in, in doing that. Although, with those weapons, you know, that'd be nice if you're Tom Brady. All right, this day in sports history, Paulie. 1973, owners of American League baseball teams voted to adopt the designated hitter rule on a trial basis. Never went away. Mm-hmm. 2007, here's a big one, Seton. It was announced that David Beckham had signed a five-year, $250 oh. million dollar deal with the L.A. Galaxy. 2007. Mm-hmm. On this date, 1987... John Elway leads the Broncos on a 15-play, 98-yard drive that ends up with a game-winning touchdown to Mark Jackson. Damn right it did. Broncos go on to defeat Cleveland for the AFC Championship, 23-20. They call that the drive. Thank you, Todd. How'd that Super Bowl work? Okay. We were winning 10-9 at halftime in that game against the Giants. 2004, Donovan McNabb, 4th and 26, 29-yard pass completion to Freddie Mitchell. Fred X, right said Fred. They uh, beat Green Bay. They went on to win that game in overtime. That, of course, was the Super Bowl where I interviewed Freddie Mitchell during the week, and he didn't know the names of the Patriot defensive backs. He started giving me numbers. And I said, do you know their names? And he didn't. And I just remember the Patriots loved that. That they had a you know one of those oh okay we're going to show you and then Eagle fans they were Eagle fans who showed up at Sports Center that was in Jacksonville you remember that Paulie yeah, we needed security to get you guys to and from the set they were they thought that I'd set up Freddie Mitchell which Freddie Mitchell set up Freddie Mitchell he didn't know the names of the defensive backs for the Patriots and I remember it, it was like a bit well, anything during Super Bowl week you know metastasizes I was like oh my god. You were walking off the set, and there was security. And I remember Merrill Hodge goes, I'll take care of this. Like, Merrill was ready to go into a blocking mode. Yeah, they, they were upset. And I'm like, he didn't know their names. Wasn't my fault. I, I, th- I thought, okay, you got to know, you know, Rodney Harrison and Lawyer Malloy and Ty Law. And he didn't. He said, oh, yeah, they got uh, like 30, and they got uh, 34 and 24. And I go, he didn't know their names. Um. Let's see. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, what did you learn today? I love this observation by Seton. Some medications created to help alleviate a particular ailment or condition may actually have side effects that exacerbate the very things it's supposed to treat. <laughs> love that. Uh, Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? Gary Danielson and his crew play fast. Yeah, he was on the golf course, and uh, he said that he has called probably 100 Nick Saban games in his career. Marvin, what did you learn today? Nick Saban is retiring, but Eli Gold is not. No, Eli Gold, the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide since 1988. Paulie, what did you learn today? Nothing is ever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, like this this Ozempic is a big deal. Oh, oh, yes. There's some a lot of people in the media that we know have used it. Yes. Yeah, you, you look at him, you go, you look good. And like Charles Barkley, he could go, you look good. And then they tell you what they've been doing. You know, because you think they're working out and eating right. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh yes, Tom. I just like when they admit what they're doing, because I think Oprah had that issue, too. She, you know, I was just eating right and cut, cutting down on the snacks, and then ultimately you have to say, yeah, I'm taking that shot. Well, the Kardashians do that, too. Where they, you know, hey, I'm getting up at 5 in the morning. And what are you doing? Taking something and going back to bed at 5.15? Oh, you're working out? That's how you've lost all that weight. Of course. And there's that bariatric appointment that you have. Yeah. They like, cut half your stomach because you're not Thank hungry you, Todd. Yeah, no, we got I like Todd does neither. Neither work out nor use that stuff. Yeah. He keeps it real. That's right. Todd, what did I learn today? Tom Palacero would not rule out Pete Carroll coaching in the NFL again even as soon as next season. What? Thanks for joining us. Talk to you tomorrow. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.